Are you sitting in a space where you are struggling with anxiety? Do you feel like a prisoner to the cycles of depression? Do you feel stuck in your own life and feel frustrated and lost, but yet you know there is so much more on the other side of this mental breakdown? I want to hold your hand through this therapeutic life healing journey. I will help you navigate emotional healing, spiritual growth, and taking massive action so you can align your mind, body, and spirit to completely transforming your life. You are worthy of the life of your dreams, of stepping into your power and experiencing your breakdown as your breakthrough. Hey, I'm Adi. I'm your therapist, your coach, your mentor. Join me as we heal your life together. Hello, friends. I just want to thank you so much for taking time out of your busy, busy lives to spend some time with me and tune into today's episode. We're going to be talking about self-compassion today. What is it and how do you practice it? Before we dive in, I want to just thank some of the listeners out in some really awesome places you're tuning in from. So I just want to say what's up to Canada and United Kingdom, Kenya, Malaysia, the U.S., Australia, Portugal, Mexico, South Africa, Russia, Germany, I just want to thank you all for tuning in from all parts of the world. It's so awesome to see us all connected through technology. So stop by and send me an email and let me know which episode has impacted you and why. I'd love to hear from you. And if you ever have an idea for a topic, send it my way. Email me at hello at aditsi.com. That's hello at aditsi.com. And now let's dive into the episode. So let's go ahead and actually define what compassion is, right? So compassion in the dictionary is just having sympathy and concern for the sufferings or misfortunes of others. So then self-compassion, right, is really having compassion, just extending it out to yourself, right? Like when you think about being someone's best friend, when you think about caring for another person or seeing a stranger and hearing their story of pain and sorrow and feeling for them and having compassion like your heart is suffering with them right first to have compassion for others you must even notice that they are suffering in the first place and the word compassion really literally means to suffer with So think about a time that you felt compassion for another person. Maybe this is someone in your life that you feel for right now or a stranger or someone that you work with, a client maybe. Just having compassion for the other person, right? Think about that person and notice, right, that you, when you think about them and when you think about what you feel compassion for, for them, right, that suffering with, right? It's this warm feeling and it's a desire to help the suffering person in some way, right? You care about them, right? So, you, so having compassion means that you offer understanding and kindness to others when they are hurting rather than judging them harshly, right? So think about that person and keep them in mind. And let me make note that it's not about having pity, right? You're not having pity. Compassion is that you just realize that suffering and imperfection or failure or loss is all part of this shared human experience, right? So you just get it, like you suffer with them. Like anytime someone tells me 
they lost somebody, someone in their family or a loved one they, that passed away, my heart immediately feels warm and I feel compassion for that other person, especially if they tell me a parent passed away or a sibling passed away, an aunt, an uncle, a grandparent, right? A pet. I immediately can tap into my own place of feeling that pain and just suffering with them. And I have compassion for the amount of pain and hurt that they're feeling in this moment, right? For having lost that loved one. Or when someone tells me about a mistake or failure, right? Um, I believe failures are all lessons and part of our life human experiences. So I view them positively, but it doesn't mean it doesn't suck in the moment, right? When someone tells me about an experience they had and they just feel so much just embarrassment, right? I can tap into that compassion and be like, oh man, that sucks. I'm so sorry. Um, It's not feeling pity, but it's feeling understanding, right? It's this shared experience, right? That compassion brings and ties you together with that person in their suffering in that moment. So then self-compassion, right? It's no different. You are that same person who is worthy of feeling cared for in return, right? Not being judged. And so self-compassion involves acting the same way towards yourself when you are having a difficult time or when you are going through, quote unquote, a failure or a life lesson and you're noticing something you don't like about yourself maybe. And you're going through that critical time of being harsh on yourself. So instead of just ignoring the pain and judging yourself, right? And kind of remembering this this last episode that I interviewed Dr. Therese Moscardo about toxic positivity. And it's the reverse of like, just, you know, just cheer up. It's all good. It's more about, no, let's actually feel the pain and it's okay. And you stop to tell yourself, this is really difficult right now. How can I comfort and care for myself in this moment? You literally stop and ask yourself that because that would be the same thing you would tell your best friend someone you care about, a client, anyone else, right? You pretty much do that with. You have compassion immediately for another person. Why not you? Why are you not worthy of that, right? We quickly are just so easy to dismiss our own feelings, judge our own feelings, self-criticize. And so it's so important, especially in this moment, in this year of 2020 or any year if you're tuning in, um, it's just so important to pause and say, hey, I am going through something difficult right now. I need comfort. I need care. I deserve to be treated with the same level of respect and compassion I give to others and extend that out to myself. Why not? Why not? Why not me? So more importantly, having compassion for yourself means that you honor and accept your humanness that you know things will not always go the way you want them to. You know you will encounter frustrations. You know you will encounter loss. You know you will make mistakes. You know you're going to bump up against limitations and self-limiting beliefs and falling short of your goals, right? This is the human experience. This is a reality we all share. And the more you open up your heart to this reality, instead of constantly fighting against it, the more you will be able to feel compassion for yourself. And in return, right, it connects all of us to this human experience of life. 
but you are worthy of having compassion towards yourself too. That same compassion you extend to others. So this episode really helps us to dive into how do we do that, right? So some of you are like, all right, I get it. I got to love myself more. I got to, you know, just take care of myself just as I would my own best friend and think about sometimes ways that the same advice you'd give someone you love, you extend that same advice and care to yourself, right? But let's really drill it down a little bit further and get tangible with some specific ways you can do that. So maybe grab a pen, a paper, and take some quick notes that come your way as I dive into the five ways you can extend self-compassion to yourself. So number one is practicing forgiveness. Practicing forgiveness, right? This practicing of forgiveness is towards yourself. So this is one way of having more compassion towards yourself and extending that to yourself. So thinking about how to do this, it's really pausing and stopping to punish yourself for your mistakes. Thinking about past mistakes, maybe a current mistake that you're struggling with and accepting that you're not perfect. You never were meant to be perfect and you hold yourself to a really high standard and that's not human. Right? That's not possible for us to be perfect at all times, everywhere, with everyone. It's just not possible. right? So it's accepting that you're not perfect and stopping to punish yourself for your mistakes and practicing that forgiveness and, and being gentle with yourself when you're confronted with your shortcomings. Maybe you slipped up on a goal that you had in mind. Maybe you messed up on a project. Maybe you said the wrong thing. Right? But just remember that you are valued by your friends. You are valued by your colleagues. You are valued in this world because of who you are, not because of what you do or because of what you don't do. Right, So becoming aware of the times when you derive a sense of self-worth from performance or perfection. Right? Understand that you do not need to be a certain way to be worthy of love. Let me say that again. Understand that you do not need to be a certain way or do a certain thing to be worthy of love. So one way to remind yourself that you are worthy, even when you're not performing well, even though you're not perfect, is to put a sticky note near your desk or somewhere in your room or in your wallet, maybe on your refrigerator, in your car, Write it in the palm of your hand. I don't care. Just put it somewhere, right? In your daily calendar, on your computer. But write a message reminding you to be gentle with yourself and kind to yourself and practicing that forgiveness. There's a great quote I heard once, something like, right, there's no sense in in punishing yourself, right, for future mistakes or past mistakes. It's just about forgive yourself, grow from it, and then let it go. Right. So practicing forgiveness is reminding yourself that learn the lesson. You got it. You'll apply it next time. Now move on and stop wallowing and punishing yourself over and over and over for a past mistake or even a mistake you haven't even made yet, but you're thinking about it already. So bringing in that part of yourself that would easily forgive another person and extending that back to yourself and forgiving yourself and learning the lesson and moving on. So that's number one. Number two, 
It's practicing a growth mindset. So thinking about well-being, it's important to think about how a growth mindset influences our happiness, right? So do you view your challenges as impossible obstacles or as opportunities to grow? So the more you can practice a growth mindset, it's more helpful, right? It creates that self-compassion much more easily when you already set your mind up to think about every in thinking about every situation as an opportunity for growth. Right? What was the lesson? What did I learn? Or what do I need? Rather than self-punishing yourself. Right? So embracing rather than avoiding challenges. Right? Thinking about persisting and finding meaning in them. And not to give up on yourself. Even when you are criticizing yourself and maybe even comparing yourself with others, trying to find inspiration rather than feeling threatened. Right? So even when you look and you start to compare yourself, there's a great quote that says, comparison is the thief of joy. But rather than having yourself just stay in that you know, your, your joy is, is robbed of you because you're comparing yourself to others. Instead, find inspiration in that person and think about how does their success or whatever it is that you admire about them, thinking about how that gives you hope in whatever it is that you're looking up to them about or comparing yourself, comparing yourself to about and thinking about the strengths instead of the, the fear of, you're not achieving the same things they are in the same way they are. Or maybe you're not in the same place that you're wanting to be as they are. So come back to, I always like to say, comparing yourself to yourself, to the person you were yesterday, right? And just continuing that mindset. But also it's human nature for us to compare ourselves with other people. Social media has really set us up um, to much, be much more exposed to do that. Um, not only that, we've also been wired through media and magazines to just constantly compare and judge, especially as women. Um, that's where a lot of our body shaming can come in because we look at these images of women who are completely airbrushed and filters now and all of these things. And then we have this way of comparing our bodies or ourselves to other women and we feel sh- shortcomings, right? So, you know, rather than being critical and criticizing ourselves, right? Beginning to feel inspiration and hope and thinking about, well, how do I do better tomorrow? Or what can I do to just celebrate who I am already, right? That's another way to have a growth mindset is how far have I come already? Wow, look at me. Let me celebrate me and how far I've come. And pausing in that moment to even just celebrate that, right? So constantly kind of adopting a growth mindset is going to be super important in your self-compassion journey. So that's number two. Number three, expressing gratitude. Feeling grateful is so, so powerful. I know sometimes it can feel really daunting to do that, especially when there's maybe so much going on in your world 
and especially so much going on in 2020, it feels really hard some days to express gratitude. And it's okay. Make it the rule, you know, and and knowing that there's an exception, that some days you're not going to feel grateful (laughs) because you're human and that's okay. That's where compassion comes in. Not every day has to be this positive, everything's great, I have gratitude all day, every day. But you want to make it more of a rule than not. So you more days than not do you feel grateful because that also does lead to making you feel happier and joyful and proud of yourself, right? And feeling grateful for your blessings, right? So feeling gratitude is very powerful. So, you know, a lot of people keep gratitude journals or will think of something they're grateful for at the beginning of their day or at the end of their day. Practicing that with somebody maybe that you're living with. Like, what is one thing you're grateful for today? Um, Like I always, when I'm on a walk, I'm always so grateful that my body is walking and I'm able to walk. I'm able to see the trees changing color. I'm able to hear the birds singing. I'm able to touch and feel some of the flower petals as I walk by them. I just feel so grateful for those moments. It's, It's something that I will constantly remind myself on a daily walk and it's not forced it's just come now it's not forced now it's just become a a habit right it's something that I just look forward to I don't think I've ever not looked at a tree in the fall and not thought to myself wow I'm so grateful I have eyes to see I'm so grateful that I can experience this moment and walk around when you know, I have the perspective that my sister's not alive and she doesn't get to do this. My dad's not alive. He doesn't get to do this. Um, when I see a sunset, I just feel so emotional someday seeing it. It's just so beautiful to see the colors in the sky. It's just so grateful that I can see that. Because I know that there aren't many people who are alive anymore who can see the sunset. And maybe they're seeing another spiritual sunset that's even much more beautiful than the one I'm seeing. But Still, in that moment, I just feel so much immense gratitude. Or if I have a warm cup of coffee with my oat milk, I'm just so excited for that creamy mixture. And if I get to curl up in bed with a book, I just like live for days like that. And I just express so much gratitude that I have a warm bed, that I have comfortable pajamas, that I have a book that I could even read that I'm literate. Right. So expressing gratitude is so powerful. It doesn't mean that your world doesn't isn't hard and things don't maybe suck in the moment, right? Because there's some things happening in my life that are really hard right now, really hard. And I can easily go to a place where nothing can feel great. (laughs) Um, And it's okay some days I I don't do that. But more often than not, I'm counting my blessings, right? Just something simple in the day that you can just set your eyes on to express gratitude over. It could be somebody in your life, a friend, a family member, um, anything that just brings so much warmth into your day, right? Rather than kind of wishing for what we do not have, there's so much strength in appreciating what we do have right now, right? You can choose to go on a gratitude walk, write it down, focus on your blessings, And just really having this gentle voice, inner voice that really moves to focus away from shortcomings and the outward 
world material, right? And instead going inward and and looking and focusing on the beauty and the blessings you have, thinking about all the beauty that is already around you and just saying thank you and being in awe of it. Wow. Just the simple things can just, you know, just bring you so much joy and learning to express gratitude in that way can really invite more self-compassion into your life. Number four is finding the right level of generosity. So thinking about how much energy you have in your cup and how much you want to give, because what we know is when we sometimes give to others, we feel filled up and that brings joy into our life, right? There's a level of self-compassion that we can extend back to ourselves when we feel filled up and joyful. So just thinking about there's, you know, there's the giver um, and sometimes we're the taker, right? So we give and then we take. And sometimes we, we're both doing it at the same time. So you're kind of matching in this level of generosity. But when you give, you know, you're, you feel like you're a generous person. You feel great about giving compassion through maybe this way of giving someone something or an experience and they feel joy and it's someone you care about. So it makes you just feel connected to them and it makes you feel happy that you're able to do this. One thing to keep in mind, though, is when we're constantly giving, right, if we fall into a pattern of selfless giving, that can easily also get in the way of ignoring our own needs, right? So for generosity to work in favor of well-being, it cannot be selfless. So when being generous, just make sure that you're aware of your own needs before progressing and consciously choosing who the recipient of your generosity will be, thinking about the resources you have available to you before giving, and your level of energy based on what will support your own well-being first. And that way, it makes being generous fun. And you'll see the difference you make when you give from that place of feeling filled up, when your cup is full, and you don't forgive to give back to yourself. So doing good for others makes us happy. But it's only if it doesn't reduce our own level of well-being and taking care of our needs, too. Number five, being mindful. So as we know, mindfulness has been found to have a positive impact on ourselves, on our well-being, and it really creates so much self-compassion because it it leans more towards not having self-judgment, right? it tends to lessen our self-judgment, right? We're always striving to always be in the moment and be aware and be present with what's happening right now without judgment and labeling. Whenever I do a guided meditation, I'm always kind of referring to thinking of your thoughts as like clouds in the sky passing by, not attaching to any one of them and not attaching to an outcome, but just allowing your thoughts to flow and to pass by in your mind, just like clouds in the sky. And not judging them, right? Just experiencing them, noticing them, and allowing yourself to think or feel in whatever way it is. And that's what meditation does, being mindful does, is is having moments like that without judgment or trying to reduce the judgment, right? Allowing it to come without attachment and let it go. And the more you practice being mindful, the more self-compassion 
develop. So remember friends, that trying these five ways to invite more self-compassion into your life is just a way to remind yourself that you are worthy of love. You're worthy of your own love. And that next time you do not have to rise to the expectations that you have of yourself because they're always so high. And it's not that you need to stop doing that and like not set up goals or intentions, but it's to think about taking a moment of pause and reassessing that you are not judging yourself or maybe not meeting that goal or maybe making a mistake along the way, right? So that you're being mindful of the difficult emotions that arise and being okay to experiencing them and forgiving yourself and recognizing that you're only human, that it's okay that you have feelings and thoughts and some days are harder than other days and that you're doing the best you can with where you're at right now. Even inviting in gratitude to yourself, right? Being grateful that you're persisting to try again and again, even in the first place, right? Being grateful for your blessings, accepting yourself and knowing that you're perfectly imperfect and that you're whole just as you are, even with imperfections and mistakes. So what? And, you know? Just keep it moving. Just keep going. Just keep growing. Just keep learning. Just keep being and keep resting. Right? That you, sure, maybe you could have done better, but chances are you did just fine. And that's more than enough. And that I love Maya Angelou's quote when you know better, you do better, right? You do the best you can until you know better, then you do better. And It's just always about the self journey and where you're at in the moment in your life and inviting self compassion in because most of the time you've never been here before. You're experiencing something new because you're maybe at a different life stage, at a different age, different circumstances. So, how are you supposed to know how to navigate something you've never experienced before, right? You got to kind of give yourself compassion. Give yourself some some grace to work through whatever it is you're working through because maybe you have been through it before, but maybe not in the same way. Times are different. The world is different. People around you are different, right? Your life has changed so much since the last time you experienced something like that, or maybe it hasn't. Either way, really remembering that You're doing the best you can with what you've got. You're doing the best you can with where you're at. And all you can ask of yourself is to try again and to keep going and to keep growing and to rest along the way and to give yourself grace and peace and cheer yourself on just like you would your best friend or a loved one or heck, even a stranger. We're sometimes even nicer to people we don't even know than to ourselves. So just remember, friends, 2020 has been very rough. It's been really hard. And even as I record this, I don't even know who the president will be yet in the United States. We're still in the middle of finding out. And so there's a lot of election stress anxiety for folks living in the United States and maybe in other parts of the world if you're paying attention to our politics. 
So just remembering that there's a lot riding this year and through the pandemic and there's collective grief and maybe you've lost your job. Maybe you've lost a loved one. Maybe you're in the middle of a divorce or a breakup or life transition. Wherever you are, I'm sure there's something not going right or well and it's easy to compare your life to someone else. And I just want to remind you that it's important to turn that around and think about how far you've come, that you've made it, that you're, despite all the ups and downs and craziness so far in life, that you are still surviving, that you are thriving, that you are showing up and that you're doing it. And to be your own cheerleader and to be your own best friend and to be your, you know, your, your, your own fan or your own supporter. And to take those moments and to allow yourself the peace and the permission you need to make it another day and to know that this too shall pass. So just invite in that self-compassion more days than not, my friends. Try these five steps. I hope that that helps you on your healing journey wherever you are in the world. And I thank you again for tuning into this episode. I hope that it finds you well and it helps support you on your journey in life. Thank you so much, friends, for tuning into today's episode. If you have some time, please take a moment to subscribe to the episode. And take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and to leave a review. The review helps connect to more listeners from around the world to find this episode and find this podcast. So thank you for taking time to leave a review. If you want to dive deeper into your healing journey, go ahead and reach out to me and schedule your free 15-minute consultation. Wherever you are in the world, we can set up a virtual session online and it's confidential and whatever you're experiencing, whether it's a breakdown, a breakup, a life transition, you just need a little bit of accountability, whatever it is, you can reach out to me and we can have either one breakthrough session or we can set up a package plan and set you up with some individual coaching sessions to help you along the way in your healing journey. Reach out to me at hello at aditsi.com. That's hello at aditsi.com. It's also in the show notes. I provide individual therapeutic life healing coaching sessions to women from all over the world through virtual sessions. I also have a virtual therapeutic master course that you can enroll now and start today in the comfort of your own home. It's on my website, aditsi.com. Just click on the service tab and click on virtual masterclass and check it out. You can see a preview of the introduction and get a taste for what the three week course will look like with the entire curriculum that you can view online and see if it's for you. Feel free to email me if you have questions. And I wish you so much joy, so much fun, and so much healing in your journey. Thank you, friends, for being here. Stay safe. Stay blessed.